Good morning and welcome in, everybody. Today we're going to take a look at a passage of Scripture, but before we do that, I wanted to tell you a little story. When I was a young child, we'd occasionally dig out some Play-Doh or Silly Putty from the closet and gather around the kitchen table to play. Well, over the span of a few hours, we would mold them into many different shapes and forms. And these items are materials that you might consider malleable or pliable, being easily manipulated and influenced by our hands. And when something is shapeable, it is soft and capable of bending. It is ductile and elastic. And if you if you weren't pleased with how the end product finally looked, you could simply reshape the things that you didn't like and change the things that you disapproved of. Well, this reminds me of the Christian life. You know, although you might be able to mold Plato into something else, you can never do that with the teachings of Holy Scripture. They are unshapeable, eternal words that cannot be altered by outside forces or influences. Scripture is incapable of being changed or modified from its original form and purpose. Although there are many who have tried, they will only find themselves fighting against God, who is the same yesterday, today, and tomorrow. The seasons might change, the skies might change, but God's word will never change. The ideologies in society seem to change from week to week. But as a Christian, we find stability in the firm and unmovable doctrines of our faith. When this entire world is shaken up, the one thing that will remain standing forever is the rock of God's word. Galatians 1, 6-9, the apostle teaches, I marvel that you are so soon removed from him that called you into the grace of Christ unto another gospel which is not another. But there be some that trouble you and would pervert the gospel of Christ. But though we or an angel from heaven preach any other gospel unto you than that which we have preached unto you, let him be accursed. As we said before, so say I now again, if any man preach any other gospel unto you than that you have received, let him be accursed. When we are educated in the truth of God's word, we can stand up against those who would make the attempt to pervert it, to pervert the gospels, to change it, and to distort it from its true meaning. And this word is defined in the dictionary as to turn from the truth to a lie, or change from right to wrong through misinterpretation. What they do is they alter scripture from its true meaning, corrupting and distorting its original intention. Pervert means to change something so that it no longer uh, was what it was or what it should be. Someone who perverts scripture will misuse passages to bring about a wrong end or purpose. What they do is they twist the truth diverting themselves and others from the true meaning behind it, causing others to be led astray from obedience to Christ. Well, can you think of anybody else who does that kind of behavior? 2 Corinthians 11, 13 through 15 says, For such are false apostles, deceitful workers, transforming themselves into the apostles of Christ, and no marvel, for Satan himself is transformed into an angel of light. Therefore, it is no great thing if his ministers also be transformed as the ministers of righteousness, whose end shall be according to their works. The devil knows a lot of scripture, but uses them as an opportunity to lead people away from obedience to God. 
The devil doesn't want you to obey and follow the will of God. So he will misuse scripture, twisting it from its true meaning. He's still up to his old tricks that he's been involved with since the very beginning. After all, this is what he does because he is the father of lies. The devil perverted the truth in the Garden of Eden, convincing Eve to go against God's will. He perverted the truth during the temptation of Jesus, but to no avail. He continues to pervert the truth today in many places that claim to uphold the cross of Christ. Where do you think a wolf would find an ample supply of sheep? He would need to find his way into a church somewhere and then convincingly lead the weaker ones away from biblical truth so he could destroy their faith and their souls. Romans chapter 16, 17 through 19. Now I beseech you, brethren, mark them, which cause divisions and offenses, contrary to the doctrine which you have learned, and avoid them. For they that are such serve not our Lord Jesus Christ, but their own belly, and by good words and fair speeches deceive the hearts of the simple. For your obedience is come abroad unto all men. I am glad, therefore, on your behalf, but yet I would have you wise unto that which is good and simple concerning evil. The best defense from all the lies of the devil is a liberal dose of scriptural truth. It's like putting on spiritual armor that protects you as you walk the narrow path of Christ. It's a very special armor that gives you discernment to recognize those who are preaching a false gospel. 2 Corinthians chapter 11, verse 4 says, For if he that cometh preacheth another Jesus, whom we have not preached, or if you receive another spirit, which ye have not received, or another gospel, which ye have not accepted, you might well bear with him. The devil doesn't want your lives to be controlled by Scripture, but wants to circumvent God's truth in order to control you. To do this, he preaches a perverted version of the truth. It's contrary to what God's Word actually says. If he can somehow get you to believe his lie, then people will follow in his rebellion with him. The last thing that the devil wants is your obedience to God. Second Peter 2, 1-3, through 3, But there were false prophets also among the people, even as there shall be false teachers among you, who privily shall bring in damnable heresies, even denying the Lord that bought them, and bring upon themselves swift destruction. And many shall follow their pernicious ways, by reason of whom the way of truth shall be evil spoken of. And through covetousness shall they with feigned words make merchandise of you, whose judgment now of a long time lingereth not, and their damnation slumbereth not. Scripture has its purpose, to correct, to reprove, and to rebuke us as needed. But these people misinterpret, misuse, and even change the Scriptures to justify and to exonerate and uphold their anti-biblical doctrines. The Apostle Paul never perverted the gospel, but preached the truth in Christ. Look at 2 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 17 says, For we are not as many which corrupt the word of God, but as of sincerity, but as of God, in the sight of God, speak we in Christ. 2 Corinthians 4, verse 2 says, but have renounced the hidden things of dishonesty, not walking in craftiness, nor handling the word of God deceitfully, but by manifestation of the truth, commending ourselves to every man's conscience in the sight of God. 
Remember that to truly recognize perverted gospels, we must contend for the one true faith that was handed down by the original apostles of Christ. Jude 1 verse 3, Beloved, when I gave all diligence to write unto you of the common salvation, it was needful for me to write unto you and exhort you that ye should earnestly contend for the faith which was once delivered unto the saints. You know, in 2,000 years, a lot has changed in the world. Things that were considered immoral as recently as 500 years ago are considered acceptable in certain heretical church groups today. The world changes like a chameleon. But as we look upon its shifting sands, one thing stands sure and steadfast in the midst of it all, the rock of God's word. So let's think about these things for right now. We can be found on your web browser by searching TLKJBC, where you can find our diaries distributed through various platforms. We're not associated nor affiliated with any other religious groups. You can get our entire podcast feeds directly along with transcripts at TLKJBC.com. Or I suppose that you could find us somewhere up here in the great northern Minnesota woods. Peace to you, and Lord willing, we will talk with you some more tomorrow. Till then, bye-bye, everybody.